You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. All right. Well, welcome back to this episode on our podcast. And if you're watching us from our YouTube channel, welcome. If you haven't subscribed yet, then please feel free to subscribe. If you have any comments or you like what you hear, please feel free to add comments below or give us a a thumbs up. And our goal here is to, like I mentioned in our last episode, open up the vault and kind of go from A to Z and go through our process and try to do bring as much education involved in this process as I as we possibly can. So there are going to be certain episodes that are going to be totally geeky, nerdy. So if you're listening to podcasts and it sounds like there's a lot of numbers and it's a bit overwhelming, then just know that you can go over to our YouTube channel and or our website and be able to pick up on these, uh, these videos there and go through the numbers. One thing I do recommend is that if you don't have a piece of paper and a pen or pencil and a calculator with you, go ahead and pause this and go get that right now and then replay us. Because I'm going to go through some numbers. We're not going to go through calculus. You don't need a financial calculator. You don't need an Excel spreadsheet or anything like that. All you need is just one basic calculator or a pen, piece of paper, and take notes and jot down. I'm going to walk you through what we do. So I'm going to go ahead and share my screen for you, those that are on YouTube, and then we will dive into this right now. So what this video is, is really going to go through what we call and consider our cash flow recovery process. And this is our initial step, our initial process of de- determining, can we help somebody? Do you need help? What's your situation? And, and a lot of times we have people that come to us and in, in their conversation with us, you know, they, they're, it's just human nature. You start complaining about the people you work with, right? It's just, that's normal. I'm sure some of our clients have done the same thing about us. And just like we complain about our family members, our friends, and it's just, I think it's just part of the human nature of us. So So what I'm going to do is walk through this and kind of give you an idea of how to calculate, how to walk through and and get an idea of what we're doing. So really the first thing is that we got to understand the basics of a business. We understand the basics of a business is going to have what's called cash flow. That's your revenue. That's your sales. That's basically your gross income in your business, right? So that revenue is cash flow. We want to use the terminology cash flow because it's very important to understand that the flow of cash is what's what's important here. You need flow of cash. Cash needs to be productive. If it's just sitting there stagnant, it's not going to do anything for you. It's, it's actually going to deteriorate, especially when we're in high inflation periods like we are right now. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about this cash flow and our income funnel. An income funnel basically is the funnel where your cash flow now goes in through the income funnel and it summarizes on your 1040, your personal tax return. Why is it an income funnel? Why is it cash flow? Well, in your business, you as a business owner are paying yourself a W-2 income. And what happens is that cash flow is now designated as W-2 income. So there's tax consequences, right? And there's certain things that have come out of that, out of your paycheck. And that's what the income funnel does. And then whatever's left over, it gets reported on your personal tax return, right? It flows through that. 
Now, if you are a business that has profit at the end of the year and you you distribute that profit to yourself, then you're going to have what's called a K1. It's that's the distribution term to where now that cash flow, whatever's remaining as profit, flows down to you individually. Now, if you're a Schedule C, a C corporation, then instead of that flowing down to you individually, you're going to pay taxes on that profit at the corporate rate of the current rate 21%. Okay. So that's essentially what happens. And so those incomes flow down the personal tax return, the income funnel, and end up on your personal tax return as whatever your taxable income ends up being at that time. Now, the income funnel is for all assets, not just your cash flow from your business, all assets. So if you own real estate, that real estate creates cash flow, whatever's net after that flows down the income funnel, summarizes on your personal tax return. Okay. Your partnerships, everything that is an asset does the same thing. Okay. Very, very important. Your tax return is a summarization of all the incomes that flow from your assets. Okay. So it's important to remember that. All right. So now what we're going to do is we're going to go over and we're going to dive into this really quickly. And so what's, what were the first question I ask all business owners, everybody we talk to, the first question is, do you feel like you're overpaying in taxes? And sometimes they'll say, do you feel like you're overpaying in federal taxes? And what do you think the answer is? Yes, of course, everybody is, right? Everybody feels like that. Whether they are or they aren't, everybody feels like that. So then the question is, well, do you know by how much you're overpaying? (laughs) I usually get crickets. I usually get answers like a lot, too much, enough, or just a, uh, (laughs) the caveman grunt right? Most people don't know. Now, here's the interesting thing. And when I'm talking to a business owner or I'm talking to a non-business owner and they are feeling like they're overpaying in taxes, most of the time they have some sort of tax preparer or tax professional helping them put together their tax returns to submit it to the IRS. So you you don't feel like you can ask your existing tax person, say, hey, how much am I overpaying in federal taxes? And they're going to say, well, you're, you're paying what the return says, right? They don't think, the IRS doesn't think, and your tax people don't think you're overpaying in taxes. The numbers, the accounting, the flow of your summarization of all your income from all your assets summarizes on your tax return. And that is your answer. You're paying taxes on your taxable income. Okay. But you and I feel like we are because we know other people aren't paying as much taxes as we are. So then the next question is, how? if I could show you how much you may be overpaying in federal taxes, would you want to see that? Well, what do you think the answer is? Well, yeah, of course I want to see that. Show me. I Nobody else has shown me. I'm interested. I'm curious. Now, I have some people say, maybe I don't want to know. <laughs> don't be an ostrich. Don't, don't stick your head in the sand and just ignore it and expect things to change, right? You need now knowledge is power. But knowledge is not power. It's the implementation of the knowledge, okay? So just because I'm going to show you how much you're overpaying, if you just sit on that and don't do anything about it, it doesn't mean anything. You're still going to be overpaying overpaying in federal taxes. You just now know by how much. Now, if you know that there's somebody out there who can help you, well, then guess what? Then you got to implement that knowledge. Go find somebody to help you reduce that taxes, okay? Now, if you had a choice, on would you want your tax savings to go into areas where you can increase your taxable income or increase your tax-free income. And nine times out of 10, 
<laughs> meaning 10 out of 10, everybody says, well, I want tax-free. The key here is people want, you want to know what your fair share is. We all love the military, our first responders. We love them. They take care of us. They protect us in our time of need. We all understand we're driving on the roads. We need to make sure that infrastructure is taken care of. We uh, we love our teachers, right? We, there's, there's certain aspects of us as taxpayers utilizing the system. So we all want to pay our quote-unquote fair share. We just need to know what that fair share is, okay? And so that's essentially what we're driving through with this cash flow recovery process. So now that we have the answers to these questions, what we're going to do is go into our what we call our tax savings formula. And the tax savings formula is just really saying, hey, okay, Mr. and Mrs. Business Owner, what was your income last year, right? So your W-2 and your K-1 profits distribution, what was your income? And so most of the time, people speak of their income in annual numbers. So let's say they said 350000 okay? So this is where you're going to want to take your piece of paper and you're going to write down the word income, and you're going to want to write your number, whatever that number is, 200,000, 500,000, 50,000, whatever your number is, write that down next to income. I, it does not matter right now how much of that is W-2, how much of that is K-1, just what was your income last year, okay? Now, the second question I ask everybody is, okay, great. Now, what is your personal lifestyle expenses? Okay. What, what's that mean? Well, what do you spend your money on? Your little weekend getaways with the Mrs. or Mr., kids' activities, your, your mortgage, utility, food, cars, that sort of stuff. What does that cost? Non-business expenses, personal expenses. What is that? Now, what most people do on a monthly basis or talk about their expenses on a monthly basis. So most of the time I'll have someone say, oh, I don't know, about 12,000. Uh, 15,000. They'll kind of give me a roundabout and that's fine here. So I'm going to actually, if it's 12,000, do you mind if I just bump that up to 15,000? Sure. Not a problem. Okay, great. So 15,000 times 12 in 12 months is 180,000. Okay. So now what I want you to do is write expenses, 180,000. Okay, now I rounded up, didn't I? But we just want to be conservative. I'm assuming you want me to be conservative. And so I want you to do the same. So now I want you to subtract your expenses from that income number. And so in my example, 180,000 minus 350,000 gives me an extra income or profit number of $170,000. Now, this is the profit and loss statement. This is what you do in your business. We're just doing it for you as an individual personally. Why are we doing this? Because we want to find out what your fair share of taxes is. What amount of income should you be receiving to pay for your personal expenses? It's the only reason why you need income is to pay for your personal expenses. That's it. Anything else needs to stay at the business level as cash flow. And we'll talk about that in a few seconds. Okay. So now at 170,000, if, if you're watching the YouTube, there's a picture right off to the right of this 170,000 and it's the tax brackets. It's the 2023 tax brackets. Let's say we're married filing joint and we're going to look at 350,000. Let's look at 170. They fall right into the 24% tax bracket. So let's change this number and let's assume you're in a 24% tax bracket. Now, what I want you to do is I want to take your 170 or whatever your number is, your gross profit, that extra income. By the way, I acknowledge and I know that you're sitting there going, I don't have that extra money. I know that because we still got to pay taxes on that money, right? So that's what we're doing right now. 
So take your tax bracket, multiply by 24%. And in my example, 350, 350,000 minus 180,000 equals 170,000 times 24% means that I have an extra tax cost of 40,800. That means if I eliminate that amount, meaning the 170 from going down the income funnel, then I'm saving $40,800. What could you do with $40,800 more a year? Significant amount, couldn't you, right? Now, let's say we subtract that out of our number. So we're going to have a net number of 129, okay? Well, Bob, yeah, I'm sorry, Bob. I just I just don't feel like I, I have that. I still don't have 129,000. And you know what? You're probably right. So what's the point of this all? The point of this all is to say you're only right because you don't have a plan. You haven't put together a tax plan. You haven't put together a plan in general, an asset plan. Okay. Now, if you watched any of my other videos, you know that we manage and we run, we tax plan based on the assets that you have because the IRS taxes assets. They tax income. Income comes from assets. So depending on the type of asset you have dictates or determines what kind of income you're paying taxes on. Okay. That's very important. So we want to make sure we understand that. So now when we look at this and we go to and say back to the cash, the business that's generating cash flow and go back to the income funnel and we have that W-2 income that's going down and we have that K-1 going down, summarizing on our 1040 going down the income funnel. Now all of a sudden we have profit. What's the profit? Well, that's that 170. So what we're going to do is we're going to rescue that 170 from going down the income funnel. We're going to leave it as cash flow. Well, what are we going to do with it? We're going to put it into other assets to do what? To create taxable income or tax-free income? Well, you already said tax-free. So I'm assuming we're going to want to start looking at a plan to develop that 170 to go into assets to create tax-free income. And that's essentially what we're going to do. All right. So now let's go into this and dive a little bit deeper. So the first question we asked you, and let's just summarize here really quickly. The first question we asked you, do you feel like you're overpaying in federal taxes? You said yes. Then we asked you, how much? by how much are you overpaying? Do you know that number? You said no, right? And then the next question we asked, well, how about we show you? If we showed you, would you want to see that? Well, yeah, I do. Okay, great. Now, of that number, that overpayment in taxes, would you want to see that savings, that tax savings go into other assets that created more taxable income, or you want to see it go into tax-free income? And you said tax-free, right? Well, on my assumption, right? Because this is not really a dialogue. I'm talking to myself here. So then we went into the tax savings formula and we estimated our income of last year. So my example is 350 and you're, you wrote down your number. My example of the expenses, you said 12,000. I bumped it up to 15,000. So that's 180,000 a year. So we're subtracting the 180,000 from the 350. That leaves us a net profit of $170,000. All right. So that's the amount we rescued from being taxed, okay? So that's a tax savings of $40,000, almost $41,000. Now, let's say you've done this for the last 10 years, right? So let's say we you decided, you know what, Bob, I think I call BS. Remember that game BS? So I call BS. I think this is a bunch of hubaloo or I'm too busy or I didn't want to listen to you or, or, you know, my why did my tax guy talk to me about this? Whatever your comment is. Let's assume you do the same thing you've been doing 
expecting a different result. By the way, that's the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Okay. So I'm not calling you insane. I'm just saying sometimes we make decisions that don't necessarily fit our mentality of what we actually want. We just fall into old, bad habits. You do this for the next 10 years, you're going to overpay federal taxes by $408,000. Now, the IRS is not sending you birthday cards. They're not going to send you a little gold stamp or smiley face postcard or anything like that. What you're doing is you're overpaying on 408. Now, the IRS thinks you owe that. It's up to you as the taxpayer to determine what you owe the IRS. Okay. And that's what the tax form is it's a summarization of your income. All the tax code and whatever plan you put together. That tax return summarizes all your results of your plan, okay? So if we were to take the 170, the savings, the extra income, and we left it as cash flow, we developed a plan over the next 10 years, not including any rates of return on what we've done, that means $1.7 million. Are you ready for retirement now? Now you have $1.7 million. Maybe, maybe not, I don't know. But what's the value difference? What's the value swing from giving away $408,000 or keeping $1.7 million? That's $2.1 million. There's your value swing. Now, if the $1.7, we actually earned a rate of return, let's say 3% or 5% over that 10 years, you'd have more than the 1.7, right? So that's very important to understand. So I just wanted to, you in this episode, kind of walk through that. Look at your numbers. Look at your, look at, go back through this, this episode, jot down your numbers. What were your numbers? What did that look like? And then what we're going to do is we're going to go and start debunking a few things. So we're going to talk about our personal lifestyle and expenses. We're going to talk about expenses because in traditional planning, one of the things they always talk about is, well, when you retire, By the way, most business owners don't really retire. Sure, we may stop our business, we may sell our business, but then we get the itch and we get into other things, okay? So just know my definition of retirement is a shifting or a changing of a mindset of your lifestyle. What do you want to do? What do you enjoy doing? It may be still working your business, just not five days a week, maybe three days a week. Can you do that? How do you do that? Can we hire someone to do the day-to-day stuff and allow you to have time away, right? There's a whole bunch of different options that are available. But anyways, what we're going to do is we're going to debunk some of the current traditional planning. Traditional planning, traditional wisdom is not necessarily very wise, right? I'm going to we're going to start showing some unconventional wisdom here and we're going to show you why because what we're going to do is think about all the rules that you're playing by right now. They're for the masses. And so all the sheep right? You have one shepherd and many sheep. And that one shepherd can lead all the sheep, a whole flock of sheep in different areas just by their voice. And that's what essentially we're doing right now. What we want to do at Terra Firma and what we want to do in our podcast and our YouTube channels, give you the information and give you the the knowledge to implement that knowledge to where now you can make some decisions on how you want to manage your wealth and grow your wealth and, and, and build out a plan. So we're next episode, we're going to dive into personal expenses versus income. We're going to talk about, and remember, we've talked about inflation and taxes. We're going to add the inflation and taxes into your personal expenses. And we're going to see what's this look like over the next 20, 30 years. And so we'll dive into actual real numbers and kind of see what traditional planners and financial advisors say, well, when you retire, you're going to need less money. 
You're not, you're going to be in a lower tax bracket. Well, in theory, they're right if you were to retire right this second, but that's not the case, right? And so we, especially now in that time of this recording, we're experiencing inflation. In fact, the Fed's talking about or has just increased rates at the time of this recording or the viewing or publishing of this video. So it's happened again. They're trying to combat inflation. Okay. And so we need to understand those numbers. And so that's what our next episode is going to go through. Appreciate you joining us again. If you like our information, give us a thumbs up, subscribe, send this to some colleagues, friends, family, whatever, have them subscribe. If you have any comments, add those comments down below. We'd love to hear some questions and some comments. Please be nice. Please provide us productive things that you're looking for. And other than that, thank you so much for your time and you make it a great day. Bye-bye. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.